Welcome to Zichru Dav Siman Rambam Avram Goldar and there Mizechus Nazir Dav Chavhei. The fourth parak Misha Amar. So the three times we're going to focus on number one, a mission was quoted which taught that a Nazir who died and left unspecified funds designated for his kabbanas, they go to Camino in the Davos. The Gemara asks, the halud may chatas muravim behen, but chatas funds are mixed with them. Since his kabbanas included chatas, the funds cannot be used for any voluntary carbon. Rabbi Yochanan answered, Halachal Hiba Nazir, it's a halachal Moshe Sinai, regarding Nazir that their funds are used for communal Nadavos, despite including Chatas funds. Rachel Akish answered, the Pasik says, any of their vows and any of their pledges, the Torah said that excess of a nether goes from the dava, meaning communal olos. The Gemara continues that according to Rabbi Yochanan, it's understandable why this law applies only to unspecified funds, because that is how the halacha Moshe Misina was taught. But according to Rishlaki, that a Pasik taught that excess nazir funds go to the davos, why does this not apply equally to specified chattas funds? Rabbi answered that there's a drusha teaching that a chattas animal, which is not needed, for example, its offspring or tamur, it cannot be sacrificed. And the same applies to excess chattas funds. Point number two, Ustana Bryce of the Pasik states, Only your holy animals, which you will have, and your vows. The Pasik speaks of the offspring and tamura of Karbanas. About them, the Pasik says, You shall take them and come to the place that Hashem shall choose. The Brisa continues that one might think they should be brought to the Mikdash and water and food should be withheld from them so they die, similar to an excess chattas. So the next Pasik says, And you shall perform your olos, the meat and the blood. To tell you that the way you act with an ola, act with its tamura. And the way you act with a shlamim, act with its offspring, meaning sacrifice them. Gemara adds that although the halacha to be left to die was said specifically for chattas, one might have thought that this was regarding being left to die anywhere. But perhaps an excess ola or shlamim would need to be brought to the mikdash to die. And point number three, Rekiva said, Enotzarach, a Pasuk is not necessary to teach that the demur of an Ashim is not sacrificed, as Rabbi Shemuel had said. Haryomer Ashim hu, But the Torah says, it is an Ashim, that it must be in its original state and not a Tamura. The Gemara said, no Pasuk should be necessary, for we have a tradition that Koshibachatas Mesa Ba'ashim Roya. Any case in which a chattis would die, an ashim would be left to graze until it gets a blemish and qualifies for redemption. The Gemara answers that instead the drush is necessary for a lot taught by Rab. Ashim shenita koriya, an ashim which was designated for grazing, and he shakted it as an ola, it is valid as an ola. The implication is, the reason it is valid because it was designated for grazing and removed from ashim status. But if it was not, it's not valid. Because the Pasik said, it is an Ashim. That it remains in its original Ashim state until it is designated for grazing. So once again, the three points are number one. A mission was quoted which taught that a Nazu who died and left unspecified funds designated for his Karbanas, they go to communal Nadavas. The Gemara asks, Bachatas funds are mixed with them. Since his Karbanas included Chatas, the funds cannot be used for any voluntary carbon. Rabbi Yochanan answered, Halachal Hiba Nazir, it's a Halachal Moshe Sinai, regarding Nazir that their funds are used for communal Nadavos, despite including Chatas funds. Rachel Akish answered, the Pasik says, 
any of their vows and any of their pledges. The Torah said that excess of a nether goes from the dava, meaning communal olos. The Torah continues that according to Rabbi Yochanan, it's understandable why this law applies only to unspecified funds, because that is how the halacha Moshe Misina was taught. But according to Rish Lakish, that a Pasuk taught that excess nether funds go to nadavos, why does this not apply equally to specified chattas funds? Rabbi answered that there's a drusha teaching that a chattas animal which is not needed, for example, its offspring or tamur, it cannot be sacrificed. And the same applies to excess chattas funds. Point number two, Ustana Bryce of the Pasuk states, Only your holy animals which you will have and your vows. The Pasuk speaks of the offspring and tamura of Karbanas. About them, the Pasuk says, You shall take them and come to the place that Hashem shall choose. The Brisa continues that one might think they should be brought to the Mikdash and water and food should be withheld from them so they die, similar to an excess chattas. So the next Pasuk says, And you shall perform your olos, the meat and the blood. To tell you that the way you act with an ola, act with its tamura. And the way you act with a shlamim, act with its offspring, meaning sacrifice them. Bigmura adds that although the halacha to be left to die was said specifically for chattas, one might have thought that this was regarding being left to die anywhere. But perhaps an excess ola or shlamim would need to be brought to the mikdash to die. And point number three, Rekiva said, Enotzarach, a Pasuk is not necessary to teach that the demur of an Ashim is not sacrificed, as Rabbi Shmuel had said. Haryomer Ashim hu, For the Torah says, it is an Ashim, that it must be in its original state and not a Tamura. The Gemara said, no Pasuk should be necessary, for we have a tradition that Koshibachatas Mesa Ba'ashim Roya. Any case in which a Chattas would die, an Ashim would be left to graze until it gets a blemish and qualifies for redemption. The Gemara answers that instead the drush is necessary for a lot taught by Rab. An Ashim which was designated for grazing. And he shakted it as an Ola. It is valid as an Ola. The implication is, The reason it is valid, because it was designated for grazing and removed from Ashim status. But if it was not, it's not valid. Because the Pasuk said, it is an Ashim. That it remains in its original Ashim state until it is designated for grazing. Alright, so now we get our Simmer Dov Cafe, and our standard Simmon is a silver anniversary, a 25th year anniversary. So here goes. The eccentric Harry Husband's 25th anniversary speech did not go over well when he asked his wife if she had used his late father's unspecified Nazar funds, which go to communal Nadavas, to buy his gift, and then said she had raised the children like the offspring of Ishlamim and a Tamura, before finishing and inviting his guests to watch Meshach the Ashim that was designated for grazing as a valid Ola. Once again, it's emotion. The eccentric Harry Husband's 25th anniversary speech, 25th anniversary speech, that must be off. The eccentric Harry Husband's 25th anniversary speech did not go over well when he asked his wife if she had used his late father's unspecified Nazar funds, which go to Camino Nadavos, to buy his gift, which reminds us, a Mishnah taught that a Nazar who died and left unspecified funds designated for his kabanas, they go to Camino Nadavos. The Gemara asks, below to make chattas muravim behen, but chattas funds are mixed with him. Since his karbanas include a chattas, the funds cannot be used for any voluntary carbon. 
Rabbi Yochanan answered, regarding Nazir, that their funds are used for communal nadavos despite including Khatas funds. Rish Lakish answered, the Pasik says, any of their vows and any of their pledges. The Torah said that an excess of a nether goes for nadava communal olos. So the eccentric hairy husband's 25th anniversary speech did not go over well when he asked his wife if she had used his late father's unspecified Nazir funds, which go to communal nadavos, to buy his gift, and then said she had raised the children like the offspring of a shlamim, and a tamura, which reminds us, it was taught in the Bryce in the Pusik states, Raka the Shekha only your holy animals which you will have, and your vows. The Pusik speaks of the offspring and tamura of Karbanas. About them, the Pasik says, You shall take them and come to the place that Hashem will choose. The Bryson continues that one might have thought that they should be brought to the Mikdash and water and food should be withheld from them, so they die similar to an excess chatas, and explains why this is not the case. So the eccentric hairy husband's 25th anniversary speech did not go over well when he asked his wife if she had used his late father's unspecified Nazar funds, which go to communal Davos, to buy his gift, and then said she had raised the children like the offspring of a shlamim. And a tamura. Before finishing and inviting his guests to watch him shek the ashim that was designated for grazing as a valid ola. Which reminds us, Rav taught an ashim which was designated for grazing. And he shechted it as an ola. It is valid as an ola. The implication is that the reason it's valid is because it was designated for grazing and removed from ashim status. But if it was not, it is not valid because the Pusik said, Who? Bhavayosiye. It is an ashim. That it remains in its original ashim state until it is designated for grazing. So once again, the eccentric Harry Husband's 25th anniversary speech did not go over well when he asked his wife if she had used his late father's unspecified Nazar funds, which go to communal Nadavos, to buy his gift, and then said she had raised the children like the offspring of a shlamim and a tamura, before finishing and inviting his guests to watch Meshach the Ashim that was designated for grazing as a valid Ola. Alright, so now it's time for four blah Chazara. Dav Chafal. So the Simon Dav Chafal is a car because Bostonians pronounce car ka. So here goes. When the hairy Nazar Ka Ka, that must warn Daf Chafalev. When the hairy Nazar Ka pulled up to the stoplight, where the and I Nazars crossing in a long line heard the middle Nazar be released from his Naziris, which released all of the Nazirim behind him as well, which reminds us, a Bryce's quoted which teaches that if a middle Nazar becomes permitted, those after him are permitted, and those before him are still forbidden. This proves that each Nazar is connecting to the one immediately before him. So those who follow the permitted Nazar are likewise permitted, and they were not connected to the first person who said, Harini Nazar. So, when the hairy Nazar Ka pulled up to the stoplight, where the and-I Nazars crossing in a long line heard the middle Nazar be released from his Naziris, which released all of the Nazirim behind him as well, the husband driving the Ka retroactively uprooted his wife's Naziris, which reminds us more as Bama Akar Akar or Dimomega's guys. Does a husband uproot his wife's Nadarim retroactively, or does he cut them off, meaning void them going forward? A nafkamina is if a woman declared Naziris, and another woman said, Va'ani and I, and then the husband of the first wife was made for her Naziris. If it is voided retroactively, the second woman's declaration is ineffective. So, when the hairy Nazar Ka pulled up to the stoplight where the and-I Nazars crossing a long line heard the middle Nazar be released from his Naziris, which released all of the Nazirim behind him as well, the husband driving the car retroactively uprooted his wife's Naziris and had to give her the bad news that her hut is in the back seat.
must be left to die. Which reminds us, the Gemara attempts a resolution from a Mishnah. A woman who vowed Naziris and designated her animal for her carbon, and then her husband revoked the Naziris. If the animal was her personal property, the Chattis is left to die because it cannot be used. So the Gemara reasons that if Afar revokes her Naziris retroactively, the Chattis should revert to Chuan, since she was never a Nazir with a Chattis obligation. Since the mission teaches that it is left to die, it seems that Hafar only voids going forward. The Gemara answers that even if Hafar is retroactive, the Chattis must die because Kevin the Watsricha Kapar, since she does not need an atonement anymore, it's akin to a Chattis whose owners have died. And we have learned from Allah Moshe Messinai that a Chattis whose owners have died is left to die. is a cab. So here goes. The woman in the hairy cab, cab, that must be more duff, chabes. The woman in the hairy cab on her way to bring her chattis bird from becoming tame, even though her husband's afar of her naziris was retroactive, which reminds us, Abraisa taught that a naziru became tame and designated karbanis, and her husband subsequently revoked her naziris, brings her chattis bird, but does not bring her ola bird. The Gemara concludes that although hafara is retroactive, the chattis is brought because he holds like Ravaza Kapra that a nazir is called a sinner because he deprived himself of wine. This sin is sufficient to require to bring the chattis she already designated, although her naziris was voided retroactively. So the woman in the hairy cab on her way to bring her chattis bird for becoming tame, even though her husband's hafara of her naziris was retroactive, together with her friend who said, and I, who still remained a nazira, which reminds us, the Lord then proves that hafara only voids going forward from a brisa. Aisha should not have been a woman who vowed naziris, and her friend heard and said, va'ani, and I, and the first one's husband was made for her naziris, she's permitted and her friend remains forbidden. Shmamina Bal Megaz guys. Learn from this that the husband cuts off for the future with Hafara, because if it voids Nazir's retroactively, the second declaration would not be valid since it was made based on the first. So the woman in the hairy cab on her way to bring her Khatas bird for becoming Tame, even though her husband's Hafara of her Nazir's was retroactive, together with her friend who said, and I, who still remained a Nazira, so inspired the cab driver by their commitments that he forbid himself from taking their fare, making it forbidden to him like the meat. Of a shlami, which reminds us, Marzuta, the son of Ramari, tried to prove that the case of the second woman's Naziris being valid resolves the inquiry of Rami Barakama, who asked, If one says, mahu, This is hereby forbidden to meet like the meat of a shlamim, what is the halacha? Ki matbis inish bikar matbis? Does a person link with the initial forbidden state? Or dilma betzina de matbis? Or does he link with its final permitted state? The Gemara here understands the case to be before the blood was sprinkled and the meat was not yet permitted. If the vower means to reference its initial forbidden state, then it would be valid. But if he means to reference its final permitted state, it would not. Daf Chav Gimel. So the similar Daf Chav Gimel is Kugelach. So here goes. The Harry Kugelach champ. Kugelach champ. That must be on Daf Chav Gimel. The Harry Kugelach champ who was crying when he learned that he needed Kapar because he intended to cheat and pick up one Kugelach even though he correctly picked up two, which reminds us. The next mission teaches that a Nazir whose husband was made for without her knowledge, and she transgressed Nazir's prohibitions, she's not liable to Malkus since she was not a Nazir, but the Pasuk teaches that she still needs forgiveness. Rabbi Kiva would weep when reaching this Pasuk and say, if someone intended for Chazer to come to his hand, and lamb's meat came to his hand, meaning he intended to eat non-kosher, but mistakenly a kosher, Tom Kapar Vaslicha, yet requires atonement and forgiveness, as seen by the woman whose Nadarim were revoked, then someone who intended for pork to come to his hand, and it did, all the more so. 
So the hairy Kugelach champ who was crying when he learned that he needed a kapar because he intended to cheat and pick up one Kugelach, even though he correctly picked up two, looked up when two daughters entered the arena after righteously traveling on the straight path of Hashem while their father stumbled, which reminds us, the Pasuk ki Yashayim Darche Hashem v'tzadik miyachubam because Hashem's paths are straight, the righteous walk in them, and the wicked stumble in them, refers to Lot and his daughters. They, who intended for a mitzvah, personify the righteous walk in them. But Lot, who intended for sin, personifies, and the wicked stumble in them. So, the Harry Kugelach champ was crying when he learned that he needed Kapara because he intended to cheat and pick up one Kugelach, even though he correctly picked up two, woke up when two daughters entered the arena after righteously traveling on the straight path of Hashem while their father stumbled, and they announced, which reminds us, the Gemara revises Rav Nachman Yitzhak's statements to say, and a very done for the sake of heaven is as great as a mitzvah done for ulterior motives. The Gemara sources this to a Pasuk that compares Yael favorably with the Imaos. Dav Chavdalad. So the similar Dav Chavdalad is a kad, a pitcher. So here goes. The husband revoked his wife's Naziris, causing the money designated for Achatas and sitting on a hairy pitcher of water. Hairy pitcher? That must run Dav Chavdalad. Kad. The husband revoked his wife's Naziris, causing the money designated for Achatas and sitting on a hairy pitcher of water to go to the Dead Sea, which reminds us. The next mission delineates the laws of a kabbanas or money previously designated for Naziris if the husband subsequently revoked his wife's Naziris. If the animal was his property, he goes out and grazes with the flock, meaning it's chulun. If it was hers, the more details what is done with the kabbanas or the monies left for kabbanas, whether they are specified or not specified. If she has specifically designated the money... Then the Chata's money goes into the Dead Sea, parallel to a Chata's animal dying. So, the husband revoked his wife's Naziris, causing the money designated for a Chata's and sitting on a hairy pitcher of water to go to the Dead Sea, because he was annoyed that he would be required to provide her a wealthy man's carbon, which reminds us, our Mishnah can even go according to Rabbi Yehuda, who says, Adam may be carbon asher al ishto. A person must bring a wealthy man's carbon for his wife, for a carbon that depends on financial status, although she generally has no personal property. But Ken she chayevis, as well as all of her obligatory kabbanas. He holds that her kabbanas are his obligation to the point that they even follow his financial status. Although it would seem that he would presumably disagree with our Mishnah, that his animal becomes ruin, Rav explains, When is he obligated to her? Only for what she needs. But that which she does not need, he is not. So the husband revoked his wife's Naziris, causing the money designated for Achatas and sitting on a hairy pitcher of water to go to the Dead Sea, because he was annoyed that he would be required to provide her a wealthy man's carbon. Got sprayed by the pitcher's contents when four rams that were not accompanied by bread rammed their horns into it, which reminds us. The Gemara says, These are the four cases of rams which do not require their normal bread accompaniment. Is hers after death and after atonement. The factor common to these cases is that their carbon has transformed into a voluntary one and therefore no longer requires the bread accompaniment. All right, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do you that the offspring of Shlami and Tamura are brought up to the base of Migdash? That's on Duff. Chafe. Good number two. Which stuff do you want that the Pasuk of Kiyosharm Darche Hashem, but Sadikim Yelchubam, because Hashem's paths are straight, the righteous walk in them, that refers to Lot's daughters who intended to do a mitzvah, that's on Dav? Chaf Gimel. Good number three. Which stuff do you want that an Ashim which was designated for grazing and shechted as an Ola is valid as an Ola, that's on Dav? 
Good number four, which stuff do we ask the question what the halacha is in a case where a person says, this is hereby forbidden to me like the meat of a shlamim. That's on daf. Good number five, which stuff do we ask if someone intends to sin but does not, they still need forgiveness. That's on daf. Good number six, which stuff do we that where a line of people declare and I one after the other, if the middle one is released from his naziris, all those that follow him are released as well. That's on Duff. Chafal. Good number seven. Wish that they were in the four cases of rams, which do not require the normal achim. That's on Duff. Chavdal. Good number eight. Wish that they were in a nazar is called a chote, a sinner, because he has deprived himself of wine. That's on Duff. Yotas. Good number nine. Wish that they were in a nazar who died and left unspecified funds. Designated for his karbanas, they go to communal nadavos. That's on Dav. Good. And number 10. Which stuff do you of a Naziru whose husband was Mefer is left to die? That's on Dav. Chafal. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramgol Nazir. Wishing you a great day and great learning.